Keep it simple, keep it small And there will be enough for all Take a little, give a lot Thank Mother Earth and Father Sky for what you've got Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Green Woman Podcast. I'm your host, Reggie Weber, and a member of the Green Women Leadership Initiative. As Green Women, we are passionate about growing our own lives and being activists for deep concerns about self-care practices, women's issues, healthy living, nature healing, the environment and climate change, social justice and activism, and living in harmony with Mother Earth. We are artists, educators, coaches, therapists, grandmothers, green mamas, and we are wrapping our lives and work around making a difference in our world. Well, it's a great day today. We're alive and here and we're in a climate change. It is hot, isn't it? With all of that, I'm going to take you away today to a topic that is called languishing. Lately, I have been seeing this word pop up on Facebook and all over the place. And it is just amazing. I never knew what the word was. So after I read about it in many articles, uh, one was from the New York Times. And of course, there was another one on Instagram and Facebook. And and also there was, a, I think, a podcast done on um, NPR And I thought to myself, I have felt this way, and people need to know about this. I'm sure you might be feeling this way too. So I started investigating what this new um, phenomenon was, or is it a phenomenon? The term was developed by a sociologist named Corey Keyes, who you can look him up if you wish to go deeper into the subject, but I'm going to be just highlighting um, what it is and what you can do about it. So what does it mean, languishing? Well, one, a name for when you are feeling blah. How many of you out there have felt blah these last couple years? Second, the void between depression and flourishing the absence of true well-being. Or three, it can dull your motivation and focus. Four, constituting a life of quiet despair. And five, your life might feel hollow or empty. You may be feeling or experience less gratitude, less joy, and virtually no enthusiasm. The APA defines languishing as the absence of mental health characterized by dissatisfaction, lack of engagement, and apathy. And it is not, in capital letters, not a clinical illness or a mental health diagnosis. But it's becoming the dominant emotion of 2021 due to the pandemic the rioting, and all the changes we've been experiencing. Keyes also has found that languishers may have enough energy to complete their task, but find little enjoyment in doing so. The research goes on to say it's a state of 
being not being your best. You might feel that nothing is wrong, but you really don't feel that nothing is right either. Languishers feel aimless, spend much time scrolling on social media, staring at the TV. How many of us do that? And just like hop from one station to the next and disengaging from life itself. So with COVID-19, all our lives across the world was in an upheaval of our societies with many people getting sick, dying, schools and work not functioning as normal and working and schooling from home, and through the use of our computers on Zoom. Then there was the intense fear, desperation, and grief for the loss of life and our normalcy of life as humans in this world. We felt as if our world was crumbling and no one had any control of their lives. Our lives were filled with so many stressors. It's been known that the brain is only wired to function optimally under short bursts of stress. Well, that's not where we have been, has it? When we are in the state of what they call continual chronic stress and so many unknowns, the body actually begins to break down. We become fatigued, uncertainty increases, there is a fear of illness and grief for lost plans in our lost way of life. Then we have the lockdowns that occurred, came along the isolation and the loss of social connection, what made it worse. And I know I've said this before, we human beings are social beings. So this has really affected us. After reading from what many doctors, psychologists, researchers, and the science, this languishing thing, it is really a true thing. It's not burnout, that's related usually to our work, and it isn't depression. The research states, it is when we feel joyless, aimless, or a sense of stagnation and emptiness. Like you're walking around in the fog. I know that stagnation, I have had that. It's kind of like, I just can't get it. It can also, it also dulls our motivation and our focus. Adam Grant wrote an article in on languishing in the New York Times describing that many people are struggling with all that has been happening with this pandemic. He states, it hit some of us unprepared as the intense fear and grief of our last year faded. He also states that languishing is the void between depression and flourishing, the absence of well-being. We feel unmotivated, low energy, difficulty focusing on our day-to-day activities, work, and school. So does this describe any of you? I know it surely describes me. And it really describes what us green women who from coast to coast, we've been using Marco Polo to connect with each other. And we've all brought this up. Like, I just don't know how to feel. I, I, I get stuck. That stagnation, 
don't know what to do. So we are really glad that now since this came out, that there is a word that describes how we're feeling and that we're really not depressed. So if you are feeling a sense of emptiness, absence of well-being, even though you're not sick, or an in instability to describe your feelings, feeling as if there's nothing to look forward to or engaging in risky or inflammatory behaviors to try to break the blah feeling or just feeling as if you're going through the motions, I am here to give you some ideas that the research says to help us get back to some normalcy in our lives. But how do we accomplish this task? By flourishing. If you can think back to pre-pandemic times, we were all going to work, we were hustling and bustling, we were going to school, we were creating, we were shopping, and we were connecting with others. We were flourishing as human beings in this world. We were traveling and meeting different cultures. And with flourishing, we feel connected to life, our relationship and our careers. When we are flourishing, we have energy, confidence, and we're celebrating life. As stated by Dr. Lynn Suits, flourishing is the results of process that involves the pursuit and engagement of an authentic life that brings inner joy and happiness through meeting goals, being connected with life passions, and relishing in accomplishments through the peaks and valleys of life. Well, she said it, that's life. That was our life. I read an article by Dr. Susan Haas, where she gave five tips to start feeling better and get out of this post-pandemic blah. So here they are. Number one, write out a description of what flourishing looks like for you. You may want to start a journal to write how you are feeling. Now, I know I've mentioned this before, but truly, truly, having a journal just to express, you can think it, you can talk it, but boy, when you write it down and you go back and read those words, it really sinks deep in your soul. So you also might, might want to write, what would you might be doing so you can feel like you're flourishing? Be creative. What can you add to your life now is another question. Some people like to draw or paint in their journal. Um, sometimes you might want to tear out pictures that express a feeling and paste it in your journal. Go for it. Be that creative person. This will all help. Number two, focus on people by cultivating relationships. Remember I said earlier that during the pandemic, we felt a loss of connection with other human beings? Well, relationships do keep us happier and healthier. As Dr. Haas states, they are the most powerful facts in our well-being. Number three, seek out fun and joy for the sake of your brain. With all that worry and stress we have been experiencing, which creates negativity, we need to shift our brains to a more positive state by seeking our activities and experiences that bring us joy. You can do this by listening to music that you love, 
The movement of dance is amazing in creating movement and moving those um, energies and moods um, through your body. Laughing is great. Go for a walk and spend more time in nature. The fourth, get moving. Exercise. Now, I'm not talking, you. if you want to go out and do like lifting weights and, and all that, like gym work, that's fine. But I'm not talking about the, the gym exercise. I'm just talking about whether it's just taking a walk or riding a bike or just simple gentle movements as Tai Chi or Qigong or that dancing. These, those um, last three I just mentioned, those just move the energy through our body just so nice. So just try to do something every day. Dr. Haas also states that just a leisurely 20-minute stroll only three days a week can significantly improve chronic feelings of fatigue. And the last one, reflect on and cultivate meaning and purpose in your life. As Adam Grant stated, aimlessness may have to do with loss of direction and purpose. We have been in the survival mode for so long that many of us no longer dream or make plans. Well, maybe it's time to start making new dreams and new plans. Again, use your journal to write down when you felt most alive in your life or when you felt most purposeful in, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, to someone or to a cause. What do you want your life to look like going forward? You know, I'd really, this is a personal note of mine, but we're not going to get back to normal. Yes, we'll have some normalcy in our life, but that's going to be what they call the new normal. So take an opportunity to create our new normal. I encourage you, if you are feeling any of these feelings I mentioned, to research it out because there is a lot of good information and it's very valuable on this topic of languishing. And you just might find something that is the right fit for you. I would like to end with a, it was a saying that Dr. Susan Haas said, if you connect to a greater sense of meaning, purpose, or contribution in your life, that will pull and drive you forward and help you shake off any blahs. If whatever matters to you also benefits your community, the world, and even just those around you, that's even better. Now, I would like to give you all a big thank you for tuning in and listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, download, and follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. Until next time, stay informed, be healthy, live green, and in harmony with Mother Earth, our true mother. Keep it simple, keep it small. And there will be enough for all Take a little, give a lot Thank Mother Earth and Father Sky for what you've got